Hey, I'm Jesse. We're in a series called Radical Family. And in this portion, Peter is giving us this broad proverb. Uh, he's, quoting from, uh, he's quoting from the Old Testament, and it, it addresses each of us right where we're sitting. Right? Uh, he, he's coming from Psalm 34, verses 12 through 16. All right, uh, at this at this point in the text, and it and it reminds us that we're accountable to God. We uh, we're accountable to God for the way that we treat each other. It's a blessed thing when someone speaks to you, because that person is made in the image of God, and the breath that they used to speak is what they inherited was when God gave the breath of life to Adam by the breath of God, that person speaking to you is alive. And by the breath of life, they're sending words your direction. So you make them feel important, like the most important person in the world. It's an honor, it's, it's an honor to be spoken to. It's a good thing. And we answer to our creator for the way that we speak. Look at, uh, look at this, this portion of Psalm 34 that has made its way here into, into 1 Peter chapter 3. Psalm 34, by the way, is, is an incredible, incredible text, and I could delve into it all day long, but I wanted to focus on our, our topic here. Let him seek peace and pursue it. Here's verse 12. Because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. In its larger picture, Psalm 34 is a prophetic text. It's pointing forward in, in redemptive history to Jesus on the cross. In fact, John's gospel quotes from Psalm 34, uh, showing it to be fulfilled right there at the cross. It's tremendous, mind-blowing, absolutely incredible. Uh, I love the gospel of John. I love Psalm 34. I kind of love it all. But it is, this is a prophetic moment pointing forward in redemptive history to Christ at the cross. And here in this text, it's applied to the church and uh, the way we speak to each other. The original recipients were under deep persecution. Nero was crazy. He burned huge portions of Rome and blamed it on the Christians. The Christians were lit on fire to illuminate his garden. Okay, it was bleak. The church was underground. This document, this book we're reading, it's illegal. And he quoted Psalm 34 in his Holy Spirit-inspired letter to these persecuted believers. And so you know that the original recipients now are reminded of the fact that God is against those who do what is evil. The persecution was raging and it was gonna get worse, but God is against those who, those who do what is evil. So I believe the original recipients would have interpreted that way. Uh, the, the original intent for Psalm 34 is a prophecy about Christ on the cross. And now it comes down to how we talk to each other how we talk to each other. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. So in the righteous, uh, that, that, that term, the righteous one, his point is representing Jesus, that his, his eyes are on him, he sees him. But it also it's, it's also proverbially true as well, that God's eyes are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. Uh, we see this in James chapter 5, 16, that the Lord's, uh, that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Why? Because that righteous man is doing the will of God and the things that he prays, they're all going to be within the will of God. What he wants is what God wants. So you want to see your prayers answered? 
You got to start praying what God wants, <laughs> right? Lead a righteous life, repent from sin. Uh, this also is this also draws a thread from the instructions that he just gave to husbands. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are open to their prayer. But in verse 7, he rebukes husbands and warns husbands that if, they're, if they treat their wives indelicately, their prayers would be hindered. But this man, this righteous man, the Lord's ears are quite open to his prayer. He's listening. His eyes are on him. His ears are open to his prayer. That's good news. We have to remember that we're accountable to God. Okay? I, I, know, I know the routine. I know that uh, on the drive to church, sometimes we can put on a mask, you know, and you don't have to wear that at the Redemption Church. You don't have to do that. You don't have to put on a face and act like it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You come before the Lord, all right? Confess sin, repent, be restored, be put back together again because we've got a lot of people to reach here. We've got, a, we've got the, the, the heaviest mission of all. What could be more important than making disciples of Jesus Christ? And so don't feel like you need to play a game when you come to the Redemption Church. Moreover, it's futile. It's futile to play the church game and to put on a mask because God's eyes are on you. He sees you. He sees the games you play. He, he knows everything. It's futile to play the church game. Instead, just come and be authentic and be authentically healed. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. Bro, God being against you? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right. The James Webb Space Telescope is showing us billions of galaxies and incredible imagery like we've never had before. It's a huge upgrade from uh, the good old Hubble Space Telescope. The one who just spoke all of that into existence is opposed to you if you do what is evil. You're not going to win that fight. You're not going to win that fight. It's, it's none other than the Lord. The face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. Oof. Right? That, that, does, that also echoes another uh, proverb theme that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Uh, we've seen that quoted uh, th throughout Scripture. It's not a good thing to have the face of the Lord against you. It's not a good thing to be in opposition to an omnipotent God. <laughs> All right, it's just not a good strategy, but this is a beautiful way to instead have a blessed life. And it called uh, this 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 entire section uh, uh, affecting how we interact with each other also comes with this promise to inherit a blessing and to love life and see good days. I know that it's so simplistic, but it's easy to lose track of, isn't it? The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous; his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. It's the word of the Lord, man. It's so true. I think we need to bring it back in fashion, don't you?